See this fucking happen, Dale and Joe, oh, and as always, we'll be talking. Lang dang. <laughs> Fuck, Oaks. Let's get high. I'm I'm not smoking tonight, but uh, uh, <coughs> but if you guys get that high, I'm sure if you'll blow back, I'll get put in oh, yeah, fucking stone. Eh? Yeah. So high box for a reason. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The doors are closed. We got no oh, YouTube. The windows are closed. No YouTube tush. So. So no Jules tonight. It's gonna feel kind of awkward, eh? Jules is on a mission. Yeah, Jules is on a mission, but we'll talk about that later, folks. So we'll be talking about all kinds of shit tonight. Yep. Uh, I think before we kick things off, so I'm just gonna do a bit of an intro in our guests. Uh, Jay, for some of you who may or may not know, is from Amadeli. This is some OG shit we're talking about, yeah, dudes. Beans to the max. Honestly, when Dan and Jay and Boomschlang start talking fucking genetics, I switch off because it's like encyclopedia day ticker of fucking this <laughs> and that and that. And then we've also got Dale from 420 Friendly Spots. Yo, yo, what's that? So, guys, we're going to be talking about black stuff, promoting shit and all that. But let's start at the beginning. Have we got any weed or gizmos this week? There's yeah. always weed. It's great. If, it's, if there's no weed on the show, what the fuck? So, yeah. I hope there's fucking weed. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I see lots of jars here, so there's lots of weed. Let's, let's get, some, let's get some a desk cam out. Mm. It's a nice weed. Oh, speak Jeez. nice enough. What is that? What is this? is a little bit of peyote cookies from Barney. Peyote it's cookies. a very nice Ew. Pino, like, you know. Wow. So what, do you graft a weed plant and a peyote plant for some shit? Uh, no, no, it's just a particular <laughs> strain. I see a lot of people growing it uh, around SA. Let's get some moment. light on this. Let's see if it'll help and, uh, Oh, yeah, there we go. Boom. Yeah, this particularly, this is quite a nice phenome, so we just thought we'd bring a little bit along. It's got like almost a fruity kind of turf to the cookiness. Doesn't look like no taxi. That's genetic. No, that yeah. is pretty. You know, a lot of body <laughs> stuff I found is quite solid. Mm, like okay, cool. Know, yeah, you can find some nice strains in, in his uh, in his work. Nice. He's been around for a while, and um, even some of his new work is not bad. Yeah, Barney's one of the OGs. 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 Yeah. Oh, I went to Amsterdam back in the day. I went to a, a Barney's. It was a one of the Barney's cafes and the Bulldog cafes. That the bulldog. That's bulldog. also OG. That's also OG yeah. Maybe I was getting confused there. <laughs> but I think the <laughs> next door was Barney's Farms Dispensary or something, and then there was the Bulldog Cafe. Well, Amsterdam was pretty much probably a blur anyway, guys. Yo, and what is this amazing goodness here? Uh, this is Holy a, shit. A, live, uh, a live resin run uh, um, of uh, Blue Russian, which is uh, an old bog seeds uh, strain. Bog? Yeah, but it's old, eh? these old school bo- uh, strains okay. we've had for like many, many years. It's like um, interesting, yeah, very nice strain to grow, um, and uh, just very nice kind of fruity terps. So great for extract. 
Yeah. We got sugary that as you can see, yeah. I started to crash out over here. Yeah, just starting to. Oh. You know, sugar <laughs> it's like I preloaded the dagger. Locked and loaded. Yeah, locked and loaded. I've got a quote, Dan, back to himself. If you pick it, you, you fucking stick, stick it. I agree. Clean rig, guys. You should have seen the rig earlier on. It was quite disgusting. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> Someone did good. That's just for the flavors, really. You'll notice it's almost like a peppery aftertaste to it. Yo, it tastes like mint. I've got a bit of a mint there also. Mm. Not bad, eh? Doesn't sound like sure. any coughs on the counter tonight, dude. No, <laughs> Not yet. Really, uh... What does that mean? Your sign, of, sign of quality or what? Sign of quality, I think. I, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, man. No, this one is really just flares, <laughs> you know? It's one coffee. Really one some levels, hey, so. <gasps> Alright, cool. I want something maybe yeah. uh, for a bit of coffee yeah, here. Why don't you try just a little exactly. bit of this uh, gas? Since I've got a library of fucking shit here, man. Yeah. This is going to be the Just Smoke It show. We're not going to get yeses. Yeah. What's well, that thing? This, it's this like is a like a, a gas butter. blend. Looks like Winnie the Pooh took a dump in a jar, man. Try that out the way that's a bit more on the high end THC sort of scale of things. Alright. Cool man. Yeah. So folks, uh, we're gonna be running tonight's poll shortly. So we're gonna run this on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna start at the beginning, guys. Anyone in the comments? Please, we don't want to speak about Catapax, we're over it. It's not a hard feelings thing. It's just like for the last two weeks we've spoken about it, our Facebook and everything's been lit about it. Go check the DQ Central's interview with them. Uh, love it or hate it, the guy's out there. Yeah, I'm bored with the topic now, we can move on, thanks. Yeah. This <laughs> is some Neville's Haze. I don't yeah, know if you guys want to try it. Yeah, let's try it out. It's very, mm. very nice, eh? Mm. Flavor's good, eh? Mm. Cool, man. And should nice. we do we, can we pull out <laughs> the comments there? Dude? I was going to see if we get high of secondary smoke. Yes, I hope so, dude. I'm going to open my arsehole wide and your oaks must blow in it, eh? We <laughs> 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 positive. Shout out to Batman for growing this Neville's Haze and the Blueberry Kush that she had tonight. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Batman. Thank you, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you are. No, no. <laughs> so... In this kind of in the spirit of Canapax though, I don't know if you Oaks saw this week, there was an ad on Gumtree for someone selling a Canapax type setup. They'll say in your initial investment is half a million. The brand is called Canaways. They say it's for medical use only, and the description is Canaways Medical. First official dispensary to open in Kalteng, official brand, supply chain, and client base secured with only 100% satisfied customers. Excellent profits generated from an extremely high demand nationwide. This is the only true business where you can double your money with every sale. If interested, contact blah, blah, blah. And we've put the link in the description and that so you guys can go check. And then they've got pictures of their beautiful pink branding and they're very like anti-cancer and all that. But, you know, Oaks, if it doesn't just look like another pump and dump franchise, I don't know what to think. Because apparently these guys also have a call center. So if you want a call center job, you can apply for a call center job too. They are so looking for people what? to what name their call center. You're going to sell right. weed apparently. Because yeah. like a, wow. someone I know phoned them and asked how do I get the job. And they mm. said it's a call center job selling weed. And someone we all know mm. phoned them and gave them a hard time about it as well. Because these folks are saying, yeah, it's cool. We're endorsed by the CDCSA. We've got the seal of approval. We're legal. Wow. You know, we're tight with Tandeka, whatever the fuck. So, once again, we're seeing more franchises pop up, and it's making me ask the question, are these franchises any good? So, in tonight's poll, please, guys, on Facebook and YouTube, we're asking the question, are Canna franchises dank or dodgy? At the moment, <coughs> I feel like they're kind of dodgy. Yeah. You think they're yeah. dank, dude? 
I think they're dodgy. They Jay. are dodgy, there's no question about it. Dodgy, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Jay, you rate these yeah. franchises are dodge or dank, eh? I think it's uh, just part of um, like Pandora, the Pandora's box, you know? I think uh, of the unraveling of something new, trying to replace the old. So I think we're going to see like both ends of the scale, uh, like dodgy people trying to open and con people, and some people trying to be legit about it and just kind of um, <coughs> gunning for it, you know, trying to be the first guys uh, to the to the sprint, you know. Yeah, yeah maybe so I'd sell that to premature. You know, I just serve the plants, so I'm trying to get involved in too much of all the politics of these things, but. I really do believe that, that not all of the people I think that are trying to kind of open dispensaries as such are perhaps all dodgy. You know, maybe okay. some of them, their intentions are good in the long run. But uh, uh, yeah, I think like, you know, coming from a black market sort of industry anyway, I think you're going to get a lot of conning and dodginess going down. Yeah, so still be careful. It's just a lot of money and, you know, people see money and they... That's all they see. The greed is. Oh, yeah, man. That's it. Yeah. Dale, yeah. you think these things are dodgy or dang? I think they're dodgy, eh? But, but, like, I don't think some of them would be bad. Okay. Or any ones that come up. Especially if you're coming from the heart, man. You know what I mean? Okay. If your intention is to really heal people and maybe free the oppression on this plant, yeah. you know? Um, then I don't feel like it's a bad thing, you know? Yeah, maybe this whole thing fun. over this and that. <laughs> yeah, like, I you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not, I'm not one with the drama. Eh? I really. Uh, <coughs> I agree, Joe. You, you think know? these are dodgy or dank? I think that it's a brave new world, but I still think that they're dodgy at this stage because we know it's not legal. Yeah. Straight. It, full stop. Yeah, that's the sentence. thing. You know you're not yeah. legal. Yeah. You know you're not legal. Yeah, you know you're like, not. You know yeah. you're not. Can you we just finish you... getting it properly legal yeah. and then open all the franchises you want in the world? Yeah. yeah. You know what's killing me a little bit at the moment, though, is that. All these motherfuckers are opening their franchises left, right, and center. Mm. And everybody in the auntie's now selling weed in Krugersdorp and fucking Alberton and fucking here and there. But the deal is, these people aren't doing anything for legalization. No. So don't get me wrong, I'm all progress for progress sake. I'm all about break the system, overgrow the system. That's cool, do it. But these guys actually don't give a fuck about the big picture in my mind. Because they're not saying he has 50 bucks for legalization. They're not fighting it in the courts. They're not doing jack. They're just <coughs> dealing. And now I see Oaks dropping. We spoke about Canapax. So people are dropping 25 grand. You think anyone's bought into this fucking Canaways franchise for half a million? I don't know. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think your half a million gets you? A black bag full of Swazi? Sure. <laughs> Because what are you selling? Because also I've seen things like yeah. this, also from them previously, where they said, buy it from us at 30 grams and resell it at, at sorry, buy it from us at 30 rand a gram, yeah. resell it at 40 rand a gram, and you make 10 rand profit. And now they say, no, actually, you'll double it. That doesn't make fucking sense. No, it makes no sense. They're depicting the price. Sense. How does that work? Yeah. yeah. If, well, yeah, they have to depict the price because they would want all the Catapax franchises yeah. to be the same because if you go from this one to the other one, you want it the same price, wouldn't you? Yeah, in the same products. It's like Steers and McDonald's mm. and all that shit. How does that work? Because if you've got a different grower providing bud to this grower and there's one in Krugersdorf that's different, how are you going to make... You got to, you know what I mean? The pricing has to be different. And they would yeah. be... Yeah. Yeah, guys. I don't think it's... <laughs> please tell us at home. You think it's dank or dodgy? My vote, I know it's grey, and I hear what you're saying, it's grey, it's progress, 
But I still think it's kind of dodgy, hey? Well, I agree, it's dodgy. I agree, it's dodgy. dodgy. It's still <laughs> illegal to sell. It is currently dodgy. You know? So she's dodgy. There must be some hidden hand. Going on. What people are selling, I saw this in Russell a bit as well, is they say, we're not selling the weed, we're selling the franchise. We're selling the name. But so now they're not allowed to call it a franchise. They're initiates. The initiates? Legal, the, the, the lawyers that were there. Isn't that what they call you when they cut half your dick off? Yeah. <laughs> ceremony when you're a kid? become traditional healers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope they're all lining up and they've had the dream and they've been circumcised <laughs> first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we pull up the comments, man? I saw. Let's see. We got Reducer Dabs. Yeah. What's up? We got Jason Human. We got Tri uh, Chaser. Oh eh? We got Natural Bliss. Hey hey. Cannabis Club South Africa. Aptwak. Oh eh? Tommy Larue. Aptwak. Yeah. Walter Pistorius. Yeah, the Lankoaks on the beat. Cool man. Dodgy on the top level. Less dodgy from those buying in the good menu. Nah, it's probably dodgy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason, tell us when you spent half a mil on that, <laughs> and then we'll re revisit the topic. Eh? Yeah. Cool, man. So, something we tried last week for the first time, and I think this is going to become a weekly thing now, is we started giving away some of the free shit we've been getting. We've been very blessed. We've been yes. given seeds and shirts and all kinds of stuff. Um, sorry, guys, we end up smoking all the fucking dank. It never makes it out of here. But, Joe, I think we've got some stuff there for this week's we competition. Have a bag of joy. I must unpack it again. Please. Okie dokie. <clears throat> so we have a t-shirt, which is Tutankhamun seeds. Am I right? Yeah. Carried upside down well. Yeah, that's cool. Which is very, very cool. <clears throat> yeah. We have a scarf, ooh, from Green Smoke Room, which is very cool. Winter is coming up. Oh, Winter way. is coming up. We have... Not a joint. <laughs> Blunt, Blunts? Poster, I think, Joe. Poster? It's uh, a, poster. a poster. I'm not going to unwrap the poster because that's going to take a whole while. No, we'll leave that to the lucky winner. Yeah. I know this is the blunt. Oh, mango tango. Blunt rolls. This is not me looking at them. Um, we have some all in one liquid aptus nutrition. Something. Stuff. Stuff. Make your dang dankers. <laughs> Growing stuffs. What is this? Rooibos olive leaf red merry tea. Infused tea, I think. Infused tea. Ooh. I'm still not Ooh. sure how they infuse it, though. Or if it's just weed in a tea bag. It is. It's just weed in a tea bag. Really? So That's when you make is. that, you really? need to make sure you've got a teaspoon of uh, coconut oil or make it like really full cream milk. Yeah, yeah. So or actual it. cream to be able yeah. to draw out the, okay. the oil properly. Otherwise, you won't carry it out Otherwise, you're just wasting. Uh, grinder. A whole lot of goodies. A whole lot of goodies. So we're getting like this big box of stuff that just keeps filling, right? You know, this other thing nobody's really interested in, some seeds. Is this cafe cheese? A cape cheese. Cape cheese. That OG cape cheese, that Exodus cut that everyone's been smoking for 20 years in Cape Town? Is it apparently from that? Green smoke room seeds, thank you very much. Wow, so that is actually quite a lacquer hole. Somebody's going to be winning. Cool. And, and, and that? 
Which and this. Is not in the bag. Yes, I gave it to you guys. Oh, that's, cool. that's, that's from Dazed awesome, Express. That's Dazed my Express. other business that I run. It's like a printed yeah, bag, like school bag. Stash like bag. Stash bag. It's a stash bag. Stash bag. There we go. It's just stash. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> so if you want to make it pretty obvious when the cops pull you over that all your stash is in this weed printed bag, please. It's clearly marked. And it's very cool. No, Damn straight. You just private need to print private, private space yeah. on it. Yes. Yeah, or something. Yeah, private, <laughs> private property. But there is a tag inside that will probably be like added to, you know, the inside. Yeah. Yeah, like Eden, where it comes from, and then uh, obviously for private use, it's a private bag. You know. No, but we'll see if that so fucking stops then, dude. Well, I got, I got, I got, I went through a raid on Saturday, and they took like 15 grams from me personally. At your house between, or what? No, no, we went through a roadblock. Pulled us over, um, they took like 180 bucks from me and like 15 grams. We were going on a hike to go and enjoy like the view and blaze, and they took it all. Where? Uh, yeah, on Bears, Nordia. Mm. Just coming off in Fort, like proper just. actual roadblock. Yeah, proper roadblock cops. And what was your bong in the cup holder? No, 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 no. It was stashed in a bag like that. So what they searched the car? Space. But underneath the seat. You That's know? private space. And they said, no, we're not here for licenses, we had to check your whole car. And uh, I was like, well, sh I have to like at least admit it yeah. you know like uh, because i know like I literally it's my because it's legal that's what i said listen i've got cannabis in the car get out Aww. i'm going to jail handcuffs this that oh, everything and uh, they literally emptied out all the plasters in my girl's like car yeah. on, everywhere and put all the weed in what there. like a lester plast plaster yeah plaster. like and just put the cannabis in there and then just someone like he took it out he was like mm. This is not uh, normal tacha, this is a skunk. A <laughs> skunk! <laughs> so I'm like, cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool, whatever. So he must have taken his head out about five times, like wanting to enjoy it, obviously, lady. Mm. He was like, I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna smoke this stuff and buy myself like four, two liters of coke. Yeah. So. I guess I just played the honest card, you know, I was like, listen, I have cannabis, like I know my laws, technically they weren't allowed to search the card, it's kind of awkward, it's like that time you're going out with the chick and you got to admit to her, it's about to get hanky, you got to say, listen, actually I've got a micro penis, it's legal, I've got a micro penis, you know, and you do the right thing, but it all goes pay in the end, we've got some, the chat's fucking lighting up, we've got Symbol Electric who says he's keen to see how the Canapax thing plays out, we're keen too, but for now, I think we're all a little bit over it, dude, advice for anyone who's interested, yeah, so you guys can sort that one about amongst yourselves in the comments, if anybody of you know any more, keep chatting, keep chatting, yeah, but we on here, or, yeah, uh, Vainan says, uh, Farmer Seed Works, KFC money. That goes right over my head. I don't know what you're saying, Vainan, but carry on saying shit on the chat. Uh, the 180 that they took from him, there was oh, KFC, KFC money. Oh, KFC money. Yeah. Some KFC and the those two liters oh, yeah. of Coke. Yeah. yeah. He was like, <laughs> he, he, he was like uh, you're going to give me money now to give everyone a Coke on you. And it was the whole police station. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have 20,000 rand. Yeah. Did you <laughs> get any names? No. Because you should. Because no, you you should. Like we got out, it was just like a shock. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my car was in there. I wanted to record, Go but on you never. Go the Human Rights Commission website and lay a complaint. Yeah. Because but I think the more times we do it, human yeah. rights, the more we do it, the more yeah. the Human Rights yeah. Commission are going to realise there's a problem and are going to start looking into so it more seriously. You know what I'm going to do? And it's for free, and you can yeah, only lay like a complaint on the website. Mm. Yeah. And they actually get back to you. I did it, and someone got back to me the same day about a completely unrelated issue. And they have Gangster launched an investigation yeah. on my Gangsters behalf. in uniform. No, Gangsters in uniform. for days. Uh, I think we mustn't fuck around. I think what everyone should do is everyone at home should go down to the corner cafe. The, you know that car guard oak? Go score some nyope. 
Roll some king-size joints and hide that in your fucking car for the next time they steal your weed. Then I'll buy everyone a Coke and drive away laughing. Yeah. Fucking call the Human Rights Commission for me, cops. So, <laughs> so the deal with the competition was, we've been running it on Instagram. Yes. So the deal is, and we'll check the feed at the end of the show. Uh, if you haven't entered already, go into now, guys. Uh, you can tag the Heiko. Mm-hmm. Or you cannot. That's completely up to you. It's the Heiko SA. The link's in the blur. But remember to use the hashtag HotboxShow or the hotbox show. Yes. And then what we'll do at the end of the show is we'll go look at this week's pictures and we'll choose a lucky winner for all that fucking dank. And just to let you know, the prizes are already on the way to last week's winners. Yeah. A shout out again to Tricon Chaser. That was a dank fucking picture that came from the back and one. Yeah. Uh, can I just yeah. say something? Can I yeah. maybe add something to that thing? Yeah. Cool, like we'll stay in contact. I'll okay. bring a lucky thing. Cool, dude. Cool. cool. Anything's welcome. We play nice cool. as you see. We don't Sweet hold you. this shit. No, and give it to the people. No, that's, that's what I do, man. Chaser, and so. he's got awesome pictures, so... Really, really awesome stuff. Well done. So, Dale, tell us a little bit about 420 Spots. Okay, cool. So, uh, it was originally my sister that pretty much, well, she didn't come up with it. She went down to Bobby Greenhash and they spoke and it was sort of like a collective idea together and she ran with it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she ended up traveling. She went nomadic for a while and uh, she traveled all around, like, Cape Town, everywhere and listed all these spots. She was very brave, you know, doing that as a yeah. as a single mom with two kids, you know. Like van, Crazy. camper like, van. No, just thing. in a Toyota. Now she's got a van now. She's got a, like a lacquer van now. Oh, but she's staying in the Karoo now. She mm. went full on nomadic, eh? She's doing some eco-friendly stuff there, trying to get like rain and like or the ecosystem to come back to life in the crew so they can get rain and it's like some crazy we gentrify the desert yeah exactly so uh, so yeah I, I pretty much did like all the reviews and stuff in Joburg like I handle Joburg because I stay here you know and uh, yeah like we've listed quite a few already like all over mm-hmm. like everywhere and the app's going to be out soon I can actually show you guys okay. on my phone but it won't go out there yet because I'm not sending the link out because mm-hmm. you know we have snakes Mm, around and mm. you know what I mean I can't mm. release it just yet because I've list, we've listed a lot of places you know nice. we really have gone out there and done the work and you've spoken to each place that you've listed yeah and you've well, obviously got there you've yeah. got the so permission and you've actually permission. said hey we're doing this yeah, and at their discretion you know like cool look listen can we blaze up here like you just go straight up to them and you're like can we make this place 420 yeah. the market is unbelievable well, and I've been into tourism for a long time I've done tourism for 8 years I did animal husbandry I worked with lions I'm a tour guide so that's ultimately what I want to do at the end of the day. I've already had Europeans from Norway message me on Facebook asking me, please give me a 420 place that's to go. Cool. She was traveling from Cape Town to Joburg and mm. I just literally listed everything. Excellent. So she can go that's and really she cool. can feel that's safe smoking cannabis. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. exciting. So that's what I want to do ultimately. I don't like, I, I study, I'm doing my Fagaza right now, yes. which is like a. a registered tour guide okay like it's what is not some normal license <laughs> no so what i want to do ultimately is get all these people from overseas that have now like you know because it's lacquer over there mm. in some places yeah and uh pretty much just take them on a private tour yeah. and legally they're allowed to smoke yeah. in my like car a safari. and maybe i would source lacquer strains yes. you know i wouldn't do any selling it's just no, yeah no. part of the <laughs> whole package they'll pay for the package yeah they'll pay for the package but uh like maybe they i can i can take them to like a dispensary or or something like that that we can list you know supporting the local so exactly. you yeah, know what i mean is, yeah. we've been speaking about so this whatever you yeah, know like whatever whatever happens yeah. you know so from there yeah we've just been running with it the app's going to be out soon but the thing is we need more of a following you know before we go on google play and stuff they like, <coughs> have a certain amount and okay so 
you know, it's no, there's no point in bringing out an app when I only have like 2,000 followers on Facebook. It's like, what kind of... Link what is kind downstairs, of a, click it. You know, like follow. there has to be lots Traction, of explo yeah. like ex exposure for the, for the actual app mm. to like explode, mm. you know. And then what I want to do is like everyone that I've listed, you know, like eventually do like an advertising fee. It won't be a lot yeah. or whatever. Um, they've all had it pro bono for like a year. Like we've listed them. I mean, people are going. We've yeah. had we've had response. So yeah, at the end of the day, like we just want to get the app out and make sure we have like quite a following and people coming in from Europe. So I just want to be like a private 420 tour guide. That's what yeah. I want to do. So I see a lot of guys want to do this. I know it's Jules's big dream as well to do like mm -hmm. Dhaka safaris and that. Th that's exactly what I want to do. And I've been to, that's, that's what yes. I want to do. <laughs> and I think the trick, the way we've always envisioned it is that when this foreigner comes, this Yank or this Norwegian Oak, you know, everyone wants to do the safari. They want to see the big five, you know? They want to see the giraffe. They want to see the rhino. But I think, yeah, we need the high five, you know? Yes. I want to smoke the swaz. Yes. I want to smoke yes. the Lesotho. Not just yes. average. You want to smoke that dank, dank swaz yeah. and that dank Lesotho. Yeah. So I could definitely see a gap for it. But also, I feel like, wouldn't it be amazing? You've just gone on this long trip or you've just gone on this long drive and you get to your destination and you get there and there's a stack bong there's some blades and you fuck the saying? mint on your pillow yeah. it's a fucking girl style cookie yeah. nug yeah. on your pillow that's what, that's what I want to bring yeah. man yeah. pretty much ultimately that's what I want to do cool man that's really what I want to do well best of luck dude keep putting yourself out yeah, there yeah, 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 shout yeah. and yeah. share with yeah. you yeah. 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 we want that app it's awesome man eh? yeah yeah cool it's coming out I'll actually show you guys now you can look through it and see how it's developed um, right, cool. But yeah, like it's really, really cool. It's looking awesome. <laughs> cool, man. Jay, tell us a little bit about I'm a Deadly, man. What is I'm a Deadly? What are you guys about? Um, uh, we're about preserving um, genetics and sharing like good genetics locally, mainly. That's what we're about. You know? So we're just, uh, I mean, we're passionate about growing. We've been doing it like uh, all our lives. and. Uh, you know, um, we've always just like tried to preserve uh, certain traits um, in cannabis that we've enjoyed and shared amongst our friends and family. So that's what we're about, you know. And uh, a couple of years ago, we started sharing uh, seed uh, kind of uh, with more people and um, things kind of just developed and grew and evolved from there, you know. And for those of you who don't know, I've always known Jay as a below-the-radar guy. And there's a lot of people in our group who are like this who you'll never meet or see on camera because we've all spent most of our lifetimes avoiding the camera and avoiding attention. Uh, how are you finding it now adjusting to a world where you can come smoke weed quite publicly? A private space, yes, but not having to be under the radar anymore. Is it an adjustment or is it just fuck it? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's a bit of both. Okay. It was a huge adjustment, but, um, um, you know, uh, after a while, I think you, you kind of run out of fucks to give, so, that's it. you know, that's you, it. You, you kind of just... We don't want to keep running and hiding, eh? Yeah. yeah. I didn't uh, actually believe I would see um, this in my own lifetime, but I knew, like, we were, um, I suppose, part of the foundation of it so I mean when it kind of happened it was uh, both extremely exhilarating and um, um, you know very uh, very uh, scary at the same time you know because like we knew that our lives would completely change yeah so you know adapt or die you know that's the way it is that's uh, that's evolution yep. so, it is 
Truck and chase. This plant is all about that as well. So you know, you learn from the plant and you carry on. Truck and chase is saying here, Bushfire Ochi has got to be the best local genetic around, subjectively. There we go. Blessings. I'll take that. Uh, so, folks, please remember to vote on the poll. Uh, are local cannabis franchises dodgy or dank? And also, please to to remember uh, top right hand corner. Apparently, where's top right? I don't know how this works. Help me, Oaks. Help me, Dan's way. Which way? <laughs> we had this fucking last week. This one. There. There. Oh, his. Oh, yeah. There's one person who has tunes, smoke more weed, guys. Sure. Yes. Guys, you gotta smoke more weed, fuck's sake. I'll drink more beer while you guys smoke more weed. Cool, man. And also, please remember to enter the competition, hashtag the hotbox show or hotbox show on Instagram. And we're gonna pull up all the pictures. So if you've got time now, Oaks, feed the Instagram. We'll pull it up and hopefully you score some Kif beans and some lacquer swag, man. No, no, that is Kif swag. So are we going to try and cut to Jules with Give me five minutes. Okay, so guys, we're going to have a hangout with Jules shortly. Um, Jules is on the road all over the show at the moment. We'll leave it to him to tell us all about that because that's before. Because I think we're all getting into travel mode. I see someone asked, uh, where is 420 D-Day this year? 420 D-Day, you can go onto the Fields of Green site. The whole page is there with the tickets and all that. But it's at Valbon Country Estate in Mordefontein. Valbon, yes. Nice and central. And private. And very private. From what I remember, that place has got the longest driveway ever to get into. It has. It's a long, long, long driveway, sir. But that's all right. You guys don't need to worry about the long driveway. That's our back door. Yeah. Everyone's going to have nice parking right up close there so you can get high as fucking crawl to your car if you like. Do you know what we need is we need mini Uber to get you to your car. Fuckers <laughs> with wheelbarrows. And you can tip them <laughs> 20 bucks or whatever just to carry you to your car. Because I think folks are going to get fucked up this year. And it's going to yeah. be dank. It's going to be dank as fuck. Lit. Your... Well, I want to have a stand there. Okay. We'll talk oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. We'll talk business afterwards. We'll talk business yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Cool, man. So I think we need to get on to Let's Grow then. So we haven't pulled out the plants this week. Um, we've got a, a regular strain yeah. that's in flower now. I don't want to fuck with it too much. I also don't want it to become patient zero for the rest of the situation it is yeah. by giving it mites or anything. But I think what we do need to do is last week we harvested one of the auto flowers. And Dan rates when he's done with that jar, he's going to vase us how to finish trimming this now and jarring it. Also with that joint. Yeah, no problem. Well, <coughs> I think it's been drying for a week now, eh? Yeah. yeah. Since last week. Nice. There it is there. You can't really see it. Let's get this camera on it. Just so that y'all can see what's going on. Oh, I see. It turned off. Gotta start it again. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Started. Why is there no focus? Okay, mm. well, this is the bud. Can you see it? There we go. Okay. So as you can see, Dan did a cut job trimming it, but he's going to tell us strategically, why. Strategically, <laughs> strategically trimmed. Because Dan's trying to convince me, he's been trying to convince me for about 420 years that dry trimming is better than wet trimming. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. You guys, yeah. uh, yeah, Jay's yeah. saying dry trimming. Yes, everyone's saying yeah. dry trimming. Yeah. I feel like a oh. noob now, because dry trimming is a new thing to me. <clears throat> I've yeah. always wet trimmed. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what is the difference between dry and wet trimming, and why is it different? Why does it matter? Well, well I mean, it, it's, it's actually up to you how you want to do it. How fast do you want to trim your bud or how much care do you want to take with your bud? So you can either do a dry trim or a wet trim is where you would literally trim everything off when it's wet. 
and then hang it up or cut the nugs off and Bob's your uncle. Or you would go with, why am I doing it like that? Or you would go with um, a dry trim where you would just pull off the fan leaves and basically leave all the other leaves like these ones over here. Sugar leaves. The sugar leaves and the smaller leaves that are just in the way and you don't want to damage anything. Mm. And what's going to happen is your plant is then going to naturally, from hangus, what they do is they encase your buds. And as you can see with these buds, they're quite, they've still got their, their shape and everything's still perfect with them. So you've damaged no trichromes, you've done no damage to the plant whatsoever. So instead of your hands and your stickers, your scissors being full of trichromes and a waste, you know, you've basically taken all of your good stuff away, it's still there. Especially the integrity of the trichromes, the damage of them, smashing them up with those scissors when they, handling they're wet the and fresh like that, you know. Yeah. So okay. It's also the same as if, if you're doing like a, like bubble hash, uh, you know, and you, you squeeze it or, or warm press it when it's still wet, you mm -hmm. will like oxidize it and, and uh, you'll mess with the integrity of the, of the, the actual trichomes. trichomes. So yeah. we're saying give the trichomes then a chance actually to actually dry them and then press them. And also, know, if, you're properly. Not, so if you guys even notice that when you trim your bud, yeah. that if you trim it when it's wet, your plants always smell like wet grass. Yeah. Gets that's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you're chopping open a leaf that's full of chlorophyll and it's just yeah, splattering it everywhere. Yeah. You're literally just coating your bud in mm. chlorophyll. So you're going to have that smell that's going to taint everything else already. Yeah, this allows the chlorophyll yeah. to naturally like dry away before you pull a bit further back, but at least it, when you when you trim of the bud is perfect. You can literally just snap it, snap it okay. off yes. and it just pulls off. Yes, you can almost just knock yeah. it off with the tip exactly. of the scissors. Yeah, exactly. Like so there's no damage happening to this bud. I mean, this yeah. is one little nugget that... Yeah, I mean, you could pull what we call like a German manicure. You can get in there and really... Yeah, yeah, yeah tight, get your scissors you know, and get really tight. with the tip of and remember, all of these, these leaves now, because you left them to this point, every single leaf that you pull off now can be used to have a secondary function. You can now extract... Super good every single one of those leaves is a sugar leaf that has the ability to extract. So everything there <coughs> and the whole plant would be used. Where is that bud? I can't really focus on it. There we go. I don't know if you've ever noticed as well, but when you hang it like this, um, the, the, the bud is actually still alive for like another, you know, eight hours, or 12 yeah. hours. And uh, in that process, I believe it's naturally sort of shocking and dying down and um, what I believe the plant will do is also give a last kind of push at all its last uh, cannabinoids and uh, and especially terpenes uh, in order to try and see if it can track one of the last attempt at pollination because it's still alive and you okay. know, like any pick flower it lives so it's like a dying grass dude yeah and then it finally dies <coughs> within a couple of days and then you see like it's almost like if you can see the, the the leaves are still like pulling like this for a day or two and then they kind of curl and die then the plant sort of died and the process of drying has begun because what i've seen so, as well is and like i believe you can really taste and, and and feel the difference between the cannabinoids when it's done properly like that because it's almost like finished itself off naturally kind of hanging like that in a cool dry place where no spores or you know mold or anything can settle on it you actually know what you guys think dry first wet all you guys have said dry 
I'm kind of getting sold on the dry vibe as well. But I've seen in the States as well, we had this as a topic a while ago, is some people won't even do that much like defoliation of the trichae leaves and that we're seeing lots of guys leave all the trichae leaves on and actually sun it like that because people now sort of view it as your bud coming with its peel on. Oh, wow. And people like that experience of peeling that leaf back itself or just smoking that trichae fucking leaf because that's still dead, okay? Oh, of course. I've seen it. Well, does that curl thing yeah. around. Yeah. And it curls around the bud. I see lots of people actually mm. like... When you know some, some people... Like that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Look, we got Jules here. I think he wants to come in now. Okay, he's in a blue movie. Pink, red, pink movie, blue movie, black movie. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, the disc guy. Yeah, man. Okay, the blue and pink movie. Uh, there's the pink movie, and here's another pink and blue movie. So I'm in um, 37 on Main in Grahamstown, and the, the student haunt in the whole town. And Mark and I have just spoken to, I don't know, 70 people, and really enthusiastic. A whole cross-section of a bunch of the university, every single color that South Africa has to offer. And he, uh, Mark is down here. I can sort of, let me switch cameras a minute. Let's see if I can switch cameras. And basically walk you into the nightclub. And um, this guy could do this for hours. We, we were doing this till one o'clock this morning. He does a two hour thing. And then he ends up, maybe you can see all of this. <laughs> so he's actually, He's telling everybody how it is. They're absolutely enthralled with him. He's surrounded all the time by people, and they all just want to ask him cool stuff. And when he tells people that he's been in jail 37 times, he really gets people's attention. So um, it's been rock and roll. He's a controversial figure at the moment, and there's been a whole bunch of social media and stuff. But you know what? There were there were some sort of uh, there were some activists here tonight as we walked in who looked as if they were going to pull him up on a few things about all these allegations that have been going on on social media. And he said, well, ask me. And they couldn't. It's, it's, <laughs> they didn't have anything to ask him about because they don't know how to phrase it because they're just all on this weird, it's really quite venomous, you know. I've been amongst this, uh, all these allegations for three days and it, it is literally water off a duck's back with him. He's had this, uh, he's had this all his life. He really is a controversial character. And um, it is quite chaotic around him, you know. I, my, my analogy today was, it was like the old days when I used to chaperone a, a, a famous producer of a movie round, and they just want to go there now and have this food, and I feel like having this, you know. And so this morning I woke up and he was 20Ks from me by Uber, meeting a new friend on the beach and having breakfast. So it all turned into like we were late for everything because he was on the beach doing breakfast before I'd even got up. So it's quite breathtaking, but it's loads and loads of fun. And he's got a great message. And what I can tell you is um, he's really, really impressed with South Africa's new model and how it is and how much you can grow. And he thinks it's the most important legalization step in the, in the world now. He's been to all the legalization models. And um, this one's his favorite, and he thinks we could really capitalize on it with clubs and associations and, I don't know, dispensing franchises, whatever the hell you want to call them. So um, it's all good with this end. Um, the, the, the social media's climbed down a bit. Tomorrow we're going to be in East London with the Rasters, and then for the whole weekend we're going to be in Port St. John's, back in the land of the spring. We're going to take them kind of two days up the mountains. 
into the middle of the Pondo Gold. And then we're going to come out the other side and do Durban. And I'll see you guys at Rumors in Johannesburg on, what is it, Wednesday evening next week. So he'll be in Joburg, and we hope to live stream that one. Okay. How's it going in the hot box? Lovely. Let's, let's skip to the danking here. Mm. Oh, it's getting hotter. <laughs> I can feel it in my eyes. How's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that grain town's so you, you got some dodgy looking oaks on the couch tonight, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't look dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> How's the Grahamstown weed? Is it shit or lit? Brew, I promise you, uh, that the, the landlord has just passed us ahead for like three double bladers and it's Cinderella 99. It's dank as fuck. I've just finished tugging on most of it. Chris J is here. Oh, He's in the shadows rolling joints for us. And we're staying with Chris tonight on his farm. Oh, and then we're going to go and meet Binky Buck Wild and his posse on the way through tomorrow and meet up with Warren John Smith. And then we're going to go and take it to the Rasters. Nice. Yeah. nice. So that should be lots of fun. Yeah, and it's all, it's all cool by the pool. I'll see if I can get down to him to see if he can actually say hello, South Africa, for a minute. Say hello to the hot box. And then uh, see if I can grab a little bit There he is. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey, he's just... Have you taught Mark how to say Dacha properly yet? Or is it dagger to you? Uh, it started off as dagger and plant, but we've got it right. We've got a little bit of guttural out of him now. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah. Yeah, talking about dagger. Welcome, dagger couple. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a laugh. You know, he's got so much experience in the, in the art of putting the conversation back on you. And um, when somebody has some sort of um, disagreement, I haven't heard him swear yet. I haven't say, heard him say a bad word about anybody. Even if he's most serious detractors, he's got a good word to say about everybody. And he's a true altruist. He's a really kind guy. And um, he's sharing joints with a whole bunch of students down there as if it's, he's been doing it for all of his life. So um, let's see how it pans out. Um, I will be back to the hotbox next week, and uh, Mark will be in Johannesburg. So let's see whether he wants whether he wants to come onto the hotbox again. We'll let you know. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Stay lit. First, and then try the flare. Sweet. Cheers. <laughs> 
Cool, man. So I check Oaks Lackey in the chat. Ricky Stone, I see you. Aware, Master Uh Jason tunes, he really can't tell the difference between wet and dry trip, but he thinks a more pertinent question is flushing versus not flushing. So before we have the question, Dan, what is flushing? Oh, flushing. Flushing, flushing is... People say flushing is to pull all the nutrients out, which it basically, I guess it would be right. You just basically making the plant use up everything that's there instead of having an excess amount of nutrient within the plant. So yeah. when would you flush a plant? Well, you should flush a plant quite often, actually. You should flush it, especially, especially if it's in hydroponics. Let's put it this way. <coughs> if you're in hydroponics and using salts for your nutrients, yeah. you should flush your plants uh, at least once or <coughs> twice during your vegetative stage. Okay. And in your flowering stage, you <coughs> flush definitely before you, you end your flower. Yeah. Definitely. You'd run <coughs> running your plants with a very low EC water, which is basically going to be a flush for hydroponics. Yeah, in organics, you don't really flush, but you can. You can flush. People just let it run through and then put more water through. Okay, and you, do you taste it? Do you really? So the idea then is you're saying what you're doing is you're just detoxing the plant once in a while. You're stopping the salt buildup in the root zone, essentially what you're doing. Okay. That's the best way to put it, because if you build up too much salt within the root zone, you're going to kill the plant. And unfortunately, we'd be growing into containers, you have to make sure that the root zone is always as healthy as it possibly can be in order for the plant to grow. So you think it makes a difference? Yes, very much so. Flushing is essential. Essential? And, um, very much I so. I mean, especially at the end of uh, your cycle, even if you're growing organic, because basically with flushing, what you're actually really trying to do is... is uh, get the plant to move more immobile salts okay. and uh, heavy metals, which will affect flavor and uh, quality of, of the flower. Mm. You know? um, there is uh, always like a kind of a salt buildup, um, uh, uh, especially when you're using like chemical feeds of any, any sort. Yeah, there there'll be feeds, like yeah. a, a lot of kind of immobile salts that the plant can't uh, transport easily through osmosis and, and, and etc. So that's why even between um, your feeding cycles it's good to flush those out so they don't kind of uh, start building a toxic buildup. Okay. It's the same also I suppose with people like eating a lot of kind of those sort of immobile salts building up and in your joints. And so don't give your plants yeah, diabetes is what you're saying? It's the same with plants. You know, oh, yeah. so, you know, and they also need to be flushed through. But, um, you know, if you can, some people flush for like up to 20 days before harvest. Okay. But um, generally the rule is about at least two weeks you should start flushing out. Uh, for me, best results, you know, especially when it comes to flavor and quality. So a lot of the guys are just like, you know, they'll try really gas the PPM till the end. And um, <clears throat> you'll actually see the bud is almost like, almost burnt at the, at the edges a bit, you know, and it's mm. short stacked and a lot of crystal or whatever, but there's definitely a compromise on quality. Yeah, From I think it's a balance between taste and yeah. weight. I've tried all those methods and seen it. You know. Guys run them hard, you yeah. can just flush. Flushing is very important, it is, no matter what you Dale, do you have an opinion on it, man? Uh, I think flushing is very important, eh? Okay. Fuck, yeah. this is unanimous again. Very, very Why am I even now asking these fucking questions? <laughs> if everyone's just going to say yes. The quantity <laughs> rather, you know, and I think Always. that'll be the key in the end. It's um, easy yeah. to grow a lot of, okay. like, um, bad quality wheat, but that craft, artisan, like, high-end quality, I think, 
Mm. It matters. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's not yeah. something about using something. a special yeah. bottle of something that says it'll flush up like your plants. Just use a good pH balanced water. As yeah. long as it's pH balanced, you are fine. You're just trying yeah. to bring out any excessive salts. Mm. Don't use RO water. Just use tap water that's pH balanced. If that way it'll pull everything that you could possibly have excess out. Or at least give the plant a chance to eat it itself, you know? Well, it starves yeah. it. You're starving yeah. it. So it's going to use as much as it can that it's got stored within the actual plant so that within the leaves they'll start fading and you'll start seeing that color difference towards the end of flower. And if you see that color difference, instead of it being green until the day you chop, it'll actually have a natural fade and all these plants have different colors and different ways of fading. So if you flush correctly, you'll have a really nice looking bud. If you don't flush, your plant will be green to the end, but also some plants just don't do a yes. color change. They'll yes. stay green, but it might go lighter and lighter and lighter because you should then mm. essentially be pulling back your nitrogen so that you're not having as much green in the leaf, you know, through chlorophyll and your photosynthesis. The oaks are asking, yeah, I've never heard about these before, but I guess they exist. Uh, guys, touch on flushing agents. Are these That's things you add said. to the That's water? That's what I said. Flushing. It's yeah, like Kleenex. Um, but is there stuff you can add to the yes, water to help is, the flush? Yeah. Uh, like uh, basically, um, citric acid itself is, is, is kind of a flushing agent. It just, uh, um, you know, if, um, in uh, just biology, biology, chemistry, like it is generally the citric acid helps to move uh, immobile salts and things through a system. Which is so if you add a bit of citric <coughs> acid into your water, it will help. But generally, if you just use water, it will still like do a good job flushing. Okay. So everyone flushing yeah, agents Dale. can help you speed it up. Um, uh, I did try some from Advanced Nutrients in the past. Okay. And um, it did work. It did seem to speed the flush and the fade up like a bit. No, it is important. So, uh, fade is important. Dale, yeah. you say no, so you vote on flushing. Yeah, right? flushing is important. Eh? Especially like I find that I use borehole water there by my house, and I only grow outdoor. Okay. I'm not a fan of like indoor or anything, but uh, the borehole water is quite. The pH is almost like perfect. Eh? Sometimes I like, get between six point three and six point seven. Eh? Just oh, straight wow. up, straight from the borehole. You know, flushing with that kind of water. You know, flushing all that stuff that yeah, you use, like nitrogen and stuff and whatever. You, like, you just turn your tap on and just. Yeah, I've used pH down once or twice, but hardly like, hardly yeah. ever. Oh, which is cool. Like I've been growing for a couple of years. I'm still learning every day. You always learn something new about the mm, plant. Yeah. You know, like teaches you every day. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not the best grower, you know, but uh, I try, you know. Yeah, yeah no, practice yeah. makes perfect. Yeah, I think we can yeah. all agree. Yeah, we we're having this chat before. Yeah. We have this chat so many times before the show. The moment someone who says to you, I'm the first, I'm the best, mm. I'm the biggest, shut your face, I fucking know everything. Do you, yeah. know you kick him in the balls, you walk away? Yeah. Because that oak's wasting your time, he's going to try and sell you a franchise. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, so before we carry on, Joe can actually start adding to the growth section because I've noticed how often with the growth section, Joe sits here in mom mode and just like patiently Look, listens to grow, us. But, but I'm learning. But you're doing an experiment for us. Oh, Jules took over through the week and I have no idea what... <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I'm gonna do it. No, but I'm gonna do it. But what is the experiment you're doing? So that's seeing if normal seeds yeah. can be feminized using banana peels. Okay. From the ethyl production. From the ethyl production. Yeah, I saw in the comments. Um, I couldn't read them on the screen. My eyes are old. I must get them tested. Yes, yes. But um, just run bad the in comments, them, man. <laughs> um, that people were saying that it's been disproven. Well, I mean, cool. We'll know in a couple of months. Well, yeah. Cool. I'm 
like it's not gonna cost me anything to try, so yeah. I'm just gonna try. I hope Jules is eating all those fucking bananas you was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into our next topic, we need to finish where we started. Mm. We need to put this weed in a jar now. Dan, I bought mm. a little jar there for you. How much you... So what I'll do is I'll make an effort to weigh this in the week because my scale's gone missing. I swear a drug dealer's been through, yeah? But we're going to jar this shit. And guys, I think what you want to do now is once you've harvested your weed, you put it somewhere cool and dark to dry. This is the essential bit. This is what can turn a 100 rand gram into a 5 rand gram if you get it wrong. So this is the bit where you take a nice jar with an airtight lid and you pack all your buds nice and tightly in there. Not squish them in. This isn't your fucking sock drawer. Just gently <laughs> in with a few gaps. And then hopefully, within a week, you'll be smoking the shit. You could smoke it now, I guess. But I wouldn't want to, eh? Do you just want to smoke this now? No. no. You want to try and let that, the rest of chlorophyll break down so you don't have a green flavor. And the longer you leave it, the less it's going to taste like green. Pretty much. And it's going to taste really good. The natural terpenes will come out, it'll mature... It's going to just taste better. So what's the process now? We put it in the jar, and then what? Then you just, you know, then you got to just basically every, every, come come every day and ogle at your buds. <laughs> Stare at them. Open the jar and look at them every single day. Which okay. essentially yeah. is just going to be burping your buds. Okay. So it's just a nice way to burp your buds. Go Let look any at them. excess moisture out and shit like that, eh? It removes the stale air, and then it allows an exchange of air to allow the, the humidity exchange between the, bar, the plant buds and the air around it to happen nice and slowly <coughs> and not ferment or stay as a stagnant stale air stale environment exactly you don't want to get throt okay so when can we smoke this shit now man no no I don't want to smoke yeah, it I want to smoke it when it's good I'm the saying at least two weeks two there weeks. you go two weeks not yeah. six months you know what it's user dependent two, two, three, I guess yeah. ma- two weeks to three months well let's go around the house no. Joe how long do you think it must sit in the jar for before we smoke it I would yeah, I would have said two weeks as well. Two to three weeks. Yeah. yeah. At least. Dale, how long do you think it should sit in the jar before we smoke it? I, I think curing should be about two weeks to a month. Like, mm. that's, that's, I think that's perfect. You know? Uh, especially with like like a Bovita pack or something in your jar that's mm. you know I mean you could go and burp it now and then like it's always cool to look at good bud, you know? Especially if you go in it yourself and it looks dank. Mm. It's always nice to open the jar and like, you know? Yeah, to be stuck. Like, you know, yeah. like, look at your bud, you know, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And to smell your That bud. way, it's like, you know. All the senses. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I found the Vivi yeah. is, um, they steal the tips. Is it? This is the bait and we've I had think, often. I think if you, you just burp it, like, every day, yeah. you know, another tip is yeah. just, um, when the, the bud is in the jar, keep it in a cool, dark place, you know, because yes. uh, UV light will break down the THC, etc., convert it. Always check sure. underneath the lid to see if it's got like moisture collecting. Okay. You know, otherwise leave the jar like a jar for a bit. You know, let that kind of breathe out. So come every day, just burp the jar, and you know, make sure no moisture is collecting here while it's. Yeah, dry. pay attention. Cause another tip is perhaps make sure like before you put it in, the the stick snaps. It's gonna be a then that's a like break, a little yeah. tip to say, okay, it's ready to go in the jar. Snap. Okay, and then okay. anywhere from two weeks to even yeah. three months would be like a smoky cure. Okay. You know? That is smoky, guys. It looks like no, it I, I don't know well. if you can notice it. It looks like the smoke levels about here yeah, right now. <laughs> so pretty soon we're gonna start passing out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is an important bit. This yeah, is where you take important. your time. This is 
kitchen, when you've, whether you've spent two months or four months or whatever growing the shit, you know, if you put in that little effort over these next few days, it'll make all the difference. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to put the Bavida thing, we're going to try and bust this myth. We've got so much stuff going on, but I hear what you're saying. Someone else said it on the thread that you can't add terps back. So what some people do is they say, just dry your bud blank and then add a Bavida and it'll get its moisture back. And it's the same yeah. weight and it's the same everything. But like you're saying... If you've done that and you've just dried it blank and let it be dry for weeks and then no, added a bavita, you've I've lost a lot it. of terpenes. You it, can't yeah. add those back. Definitely mm. not. So definitely yeah. bavitas proactively, that's cool and all that. But I think we really do need to put it to the test that let's dry some shit out crispy of the mm, same yeah. stuff and let's cure some perfectly. And then we tell like after a while, does the bavita give it all its and niceness yes. back? Or yeah. have you actually are you just eating stale birthday cake? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That someone's rehydrated by pissing on. Okay, whatever. cool. So we've got some fun long-term projects. This <laughs> is projects for days, guys. It's gonna become a full-time job, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I found the bevitas they really did work with the moisture levels and yeah. everything mm -hmm. very nice. How many times like, would you like? I did find they stole the tips. Have to like burp your jar then if you're not using like packs like that because um, only for a few days, I think. Mm. Like how many times a day though would you have to do it in order to get it? it, it you know, it depends a lot on like the yeah. the air humidity yeah. at the time. Yeah. Okay. You know, you'll yeah. see with drying wheat. You know. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a it's a, it's a it's a practice thing, you know. Yeah. It's a practice makes perfect. Every area. Yeah. And I think if it is your first time curing, I hate to say it, but rather go a little too dry than too wet, mm. because you know when it's wet, it's mold, it's lost. Yeah. yeah. And with yeah. the bevitas, even if you've lost a bit of like the turps, at least you haven't lost all your butt. So it's that sort of compromise thing. But I think once you've got the hang of it, you'll know. Yeah. And then you seal it. You seal it for a week, and then you smoke that shit. Heal, man. Yeah, Have you got any cool comments going on there? My old man eyes are letting me down. Yeah. Yeah, Chick Oaks also saying the Bavitas yeah. and that. We'll, we'll make an effort. We really, really will make an effort with the Bavitas. But for now, Oaks, I think we need to smoke some shit and talk some shit. Uh, Dale, can you tell us about some of your favorite? I know the app's not out yet, but have you got any like a top five of 420 friendly venues in I've, SA already that you'd like I, to punt? I've been to, I've been to some in Cape Town. That are Isn't the whole of Cape Town 420 Pretty much, pretty much. We've, we've, we've listed quite a few there. Nice. Um, I haven't been out to some of the, some of my, what my sister sourced, you know, and done. But I've been to like rumors at the Kush Fest. I did stuff like that, you know, all around Joburg. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I'd like to go and do traveling eventually okay. and get to those places, you know. Mm. That my sister has sourced and do more scouting for new venues yeah. maybe get on a few lodges that are like cannabis friendly you know and move from there you know? and do you think some of these lodges are going to be like existing lodges and existing airbnbs and that sort yes. of shit that become 420 friendly maybe you know with this whole thing it could change people's minds a little bit you know and open up a whole new market for them especially people that aren't doing well i mean stoners love to go on who would like really laser joint go look at lines yeah. <laughs> okay. you know yeah. so you're saying like, just cater for them yeah. completely you know what I mean yeah like completely you know? the only time I can go game viewing is when I'm stoned if otherwise I, my eyes are not on if I was a registered tour guide, tour guide now I could literally that woman that messaged me from Norway I could have picked her up from the airport and done a whole sort of package for her yeah while she enjoys you know doing cannabis doing her thing doing her thing yeah. you know Oh, so, I think some people they really they just want to come on holiday and be carried around. You That's know, like you know. Uh, the tourism's going to explode <coughs> once it's all settled there. Yeah. Tourism is going to explode. Big time. Big That's time. What we want. We big, want the big people time. to come and see That's our land races and the way exactly. that we do it here in Africa. Oh, and it's not. That's the thing. It's not all about the shiny, shiny. Yeah. 
we'll it's give you like grassroots you know? and coming and seeing how you know yeah. yeah but now do you think there's going to be like uh, a grey lining to the silver cloud because we've got the silver cloud of decriminalization and mm -hmm. hopefully more sort of legalization and stuff in that but do you think now that as the world starts getting more or the normalization and globalization of weed that you're going to start seeing places like Amsterdam suffer because at the moment you get all these UK boys and you get all these oaks fucking off to Amsterdam just to go smoke some weed that's the only reason they're going they're not going for the art they're not going for the canals. They're not going for the bicycles. They're just going for the fucking red light and the weed. Yeah. Well, if our if if we keep our restrictions looser than what Amsterdam have, they've tightened theirs up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, we'll still do their business. What do you think will be the the next? So, like, ideally, SA will be a hot spot. But let's say you had to go on holiday anywhere in the world now, mm. anywhere in the world. What in your mind would be the ideal place? Would be the best combination of dream holiday and dream weed. Tangent. <laughs> I just want to go to Norway and smoke some Northern Lights and watch there the Northern go. Lights. Okay. That's what I want to do. Can you even grow weed in Norway? I don't fucking know. Probably indoor. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this mm. woman that got hold of me obviously smokes a dank. Yeah. <laughs> Only, <laughs> so indoor, eh? <laughs> Only indoor, Only indoor. Where would you go, dude, if there was that ultimate vision of not just the perfect holiday, but the perfect weed-centric holiday? Where would you want to go? I don't know. Home. It's a tough choice. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a very tough choice. I wouldn't go to Amsterdam just because, like... You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's so nineties, dude. So I don't know where I'd go. Somewhere like on a beach, you know, chilling, blazing, you know. A beach, dude. I can yeah. feel that. You know, Jade, I don't watches. know if you take holidays, dude, but where would you go? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah Colorado, strain hunting, something like this, you know, from okay. Northern California, and then just back. I mean, my dream is to rather make that here. You know, make that fuck going yeah. anywhere. And, um, you know, I want to yeah, see that here rather. Yeah, and not, I don't want, and then not want to go to any of those destinations, but be yeah. It's like I shouldn't have to fucking go anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you must have a dream pausey man, a dream place to go that would be like the best combination. You know, for, for the weed size, just basically, I want to go to like one of these cups, Emerald Cup. Yeah, I want to go to sure. a cup, the Emerald like Cup. This, you, you know, know go and spend a week yeah. in the states at one of these events. Yeah, and yeah. Really meet up with the people work, that's work and yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. so conversing with these people on social media. Yeah, so you say you'll man. go for a working holiday? Fuck, yeah. if I can get some money, anybody want to sponsor me, I want to go to Spanibus, I will, yeah. You'll go to Spanibus? <laughs> I'll represent. And then Colorado? <laughs> and then Colorado. And then wherever else? Dude. Vancouver, wherever. We go to all the Vancouver, clubs, all of them. Yeah, we'll do Vancouver. the whole thing. Yeah. The whole world. Okay. Where would you go, Vance? Vienna. Uh, I'd probably go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, I'm a simple man, simple taste. You know, yeah. put me next to a river, put me on a beach, and I'm a very happy oak. As long as I got my king size, dude. Yeah, anywhere where I can feel like I'm the only person in the whole world, and if I feel like letting my dick hang out, so be it. Because that would be the dream, you know? And it would be nice if the whole world was like that. Because it also it sucks, dude. A fishing dude with my balls out, eh? Because it does suck, because it. I don't know about shoes, but I find that for a long time, maybe even now, weed defines how I move mm. and what I do. So I won't go somewhere on a Friday night or Saturday night unless I can smoke weed there. Yeah. I'm not sure. going to go hang out with you if you're going to make me sit outside on the pavement and smoke fucking weed. Mm. Yeah. So is that something you have encountered as weed defined your life that much? Yeah. Also, I haven't quite yet to get that way. You haven't, dude. 
I mean, look, sometimes you have to, well, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything, but sometimes you're in a situation where you go and have dinner somewhere where you can't, and it sucks, but I would go and stand outside, if not in the fucking smoking section, outside the front fucking door, and I'd smoke, because I'm not going to inconvenience myself that much, even though I have to, because they're going to be like, oh, no, you have to get out, there's nothing, but I would, yeah, I've lost the train. And I feel like this is a given question, but I feel like Jay's life has been defined a bit by weed. We're all a little bit defined like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I wonder if the question's even wasted on Jay. Do you go anywhere that's not weed friendly? Uh, not really. Not really, yeah. <laughs> uh, very occasionally, but I okay. mean, yeah. Normally the rule is when we run out of weed, we go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these days you've got some you know these uh, dab pens and things which yeah. make it, so it doesn't cool. end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which is cool um, yeah but that no, means, no, there we go that's the, thank you you've just actually yeah. brought that up it actually doesn't matter anymore yeah. does it nice and grown because up if and you're going to tell me that you can't go and smoke at this place I'll be like cool next time I come around I'm going to bring my dab pen and you won't know that I'm going to smoke it's yeah. like right in front of your face blowing <laughs> 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 in your kid's mouth shotgun that fucker no man but at least you know, it's, uh, we've always been looking for 420 joints so I mean it's yeah. really cool well, to finally cool. kind of yeah. have a directory yeah. of places I mean this is for, for me like uh, a life changer game changer who knows yeah we you might know, get out the house yeah. more Jay because fuck we yeah. might get yeah, out the house actually much, have eh? some, make some friends <laughs> <laughs> but you also know of the places that you know you can just sneak around just to this, that little corner there around to the parking lot there's a place that you can smoke yeah. and then places yeah. that you can't do and you're like no fuck that I'm not going to go there because no, I can't just no, go I into know. the parking lot since I got my dad in everywhere Friendly. Friendly. Uh, I'm sorry, even the kids in home friendly, affairs, you know? I survived yeah. home affairs with my dad pen. Mm. Yeah. Mm. People said, you, you are so uh, friendly and happy, and I'm like, yeah, because my dad pen is full of <laughs> cannabis oil, would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> and do people smoke? No, they just giggled and were like, okay, cool. And yeah. She just lied and told them it's CBD or some shit, man. <laughs> Daniel, I don't know about your life, do you find that weed sometimes sort of restricts or defines how you interact or where you go socially. Yeah, yeah, I think it's shaped me a lot. I've been, I've been smoking weed for a long, long time, eh? mm. and it's got me into shit, like, mm. back in the day in school and stuff, mm. and it's always, like, helped me eat out of that stuff, you know, and, like, I don't know, I guess it's just, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like a synchronicity, you know? It's yeah. almost like that stuff in life. It's, like, where I'm meant to be, you know? I've been smoking her for, for, for a long time, you so know? So... <laughs> So, yeah. Did you check that comment from Jamie there? It tunes I have a couple venues opening yeah, that I would well, like to go. be listed on 420 Friendly cool, Spots. Cool, Fantastic. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, like, we just need, like, that exposure, you know, a little yeah. bit more of that, and uh, then we can start bringing out the app and talking about that and, you know... The more venues that sign up, the exactly. more other venues will be willing to sign up Precisely. because there's safety in numbers. And nice. having had a look through your app, you look like you have got quite a few signed up already. Yeah, yeah, no, there's, so that's a, awesome. well there's done. a guy behind there creating some awesome stuff we're near nice. shot brother nice. thanks dude so it's not going to end like an episode of hostel or some shit no, no, no. you're not going to it's not going to be some oaks thinking yeah me and my cherry we're going to go smoke lang fucking dabs yeah we're going to go do whatever there and next thing their genitals get turned into a bomb nothing like that <laughs> no, no. no we won't be listing any of those places eh, like you find in kazakhstan and, <laughs> and stuff you know it won't be that will be vetted uh, yeah it will be scouted cop yeah. like it's definitely yeah. interesting times and I, I'm also starting to yeah. enjoy that because I'm not a I, I typically don't ask for permission when I go somewhere and I smoke a joint yeah. but I do look forward to the day when I do on a very random occasion get a hankering for spur or something mm. would be lucky if I can eat my fucking Monday special and smoke yeah. a joint yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lucky Wednesday with the joint Hey, Wednesday 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 Thank you Wednesday That's the whole thing behind like the thing like you can go to rumours now 
and you can just blaze outside. You know, it's at the owner's discretion. He's like, cool, do it. Yeah. Do it, blaze outside. There's yeah. a sticker there even for 20 friendly. You can just go there and blaze. Like, yeah, because I don't check Oates blazing for cracking each other or fucking yeah. each other up outside mm, and all that shit. So, yeah, so I think so, we yeah. will gain momentum. It's becoming a lot so, more. Yeah. It's becoming, and I, I hate to say this because it's the part I dread most because it kind of, it's going to steal the culture away, but it's becoming normalized. Yeah. Do you it's think we're going to get to a point where it's going to become so normal that yeah. even the show, the point of stoner and 420 will become completely irrelevant? Yeah. Yeah, just a normal talk show. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't think it'll ever become irrelevant because there's always talk shows with different themes. Yeah. There's cooking ones and there's yeah. women's rights ones and there's fucking animal, you know, appreciation ones and whatever. Okay. And, um, I think we're just preserving our, our nice old stone culture. No, I think it's also going to be a yeah. thing where you're going to have to find that balance between some places that are also like dog-friendly and 420 friendly. Yeah. But do you think we're ever going to get to a point where it's tuck-friendly spots? No, no. no. <laughs> I don't want to be no. Yeah, we don't the problem is there are too many oh. tuck friendly spots already. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> we don't. And not enough cannabis friendly spots. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. mushroom friendly spot. Because yes, it would be yeah. so like a, I'm telling you, my dream would be to say, I get there and there's like some grammage of shroomage, but the place is like a giant pillow fort or some shit like that, you know? Make you feel like a kid all over again and feel comfortable and feel secure. Because that's also a thing oh, yeah. is. Uh, my first experience when I went to Opikopi and my first experience in D-Day is it's, it's so weird when you're in a foreign space, when you're not at a friend space or your home, when you go into a completely foreign space and you're able to smoke weed. It's such a weird feeling. It yeah. almost feels uncomfortable like putting on your mom's clothes. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is, eh? <laughs> you, know, yeah. Yeah, you know, it just feels, it takes a while to adjust. It's like you take taken back a little bit. Like the, the place, the parties that I've been to, like where it's like 420 friendly, you know, it's just crazy. You can walk inside and place. It's like it's, it's not how it used to be, you know, it's changing there. Yeah, changing we're that last generation of fucking moonshiners, yeah, but that's, that's changed and I'll take it and it's good. Guys, please remember, like, share, subscribe. Uh, remember to check out the Instagram competition, The Hotbox Show mm. or Hotbox Show to enter. We're going to go check out the Instagram feed now. Hashtag. And also, and also remember to enter into our... Competition? No, that's the competition. Fuck, man. I'm so hot. I'm second hand smoke. I haven't smoked for days and I'm so grilled now. Uh, <laughs> you might as well just have a bong then. No, fuck. I don't want to vomit. So, California Dreaming? Is that the one you want to do? California We're going to do California Dreaming? Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Let's do California Dreaming. Joe, sell it. I'm going to pour myself Salad. a drink. Okay, so California Dreaming. So, what it is, is a ticket is 250 and What you're going to get with that ticket is the opportunity to win a trip for you and your best person, for six days, all expenses paid to Los Angeles, California, to a guided tour of the Jungle Boys Grow Off, right? With the Dachle couple, by the way, they're also going to be with you, which I think is really, really groovy. So um, we're going to be doing the draw at D-Day at 20 minutes past four. Um, we've got an amazing second prize that's been um, sponsored by GT Hydro. It's an amazing tent and lights. Grow setup. Yeah, it's I a mammoth tent and a Gavita light. It's and the top of the range gross setup. Dude, it's, really like, it it's like if you wanted to shoot porn in this tent, you could. It's you so could. good. Dude, it is so amazing. The, you can hang from the rafters. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. And then the third prize has been sponsored by the Heiko, and it's basically like a mystery box of um, wet dream proportions. Oh, Stoner's Delight. Yeah. Yeah, bongs, dab rigs. All the things. Things and things and things. And then we'll be announcing the winner at D-Day. D-Day. At 20 past 4 from the main stage. Okay. Yep. And where do we get tickets? 
online www.fieldsofgreenforall.org.za on the shop the California Dreaming ticket is there also um, at the expo we have the Grow Up Expo this weekend yeah uh, Santa and Grow Up so we'll be selling tickets there Myrtle's talking at 2 o'clock on Saturday there on Desired Outcomes so yeah we'll be there come pull in and say how's it cool man and we've also got a bit of a conundrum we've somehow ended up with how many tickets to Grow Up <laughs> yeah <laughs> A few. So we'll be giving away like 20 tickets for this weekend. It's a three-day party. For this weekend, for like, like tomorrow. This weekend. So only like let us know if you're really interested in Joburg Santon this weekend. <clears throat> it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's three-day passes. First come, so, first serve. I think what we'll do is we'll do something clever because we, we just don't have the time to do a heavy admin email thing. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is we'll put all the tickets down. We'll say their hot box show. Mm. And anyone um, who comes and says... I'm okay. here for the hotbox show or some shit like that. You just say hotbox show. The first 20 people, yes. one per person, gets a free entrance. Three-day pass. Just say hotbox show. Take sure. a chance. Ask for it. If yeah, it's there, that means show. that uh, they haven't run out yet. And if it's not there, they have. Yeah. If they've run out, just buy a fucking ticket and can say hi to us. Yeah. And show us your dang, dude. But don't show it to me in your ornies like that. It's not <laughs> last year. The shit's decriminalized now. We'll go outside, we smoke it together. I'll bring the walls, eh? It looks like an outside venue. I saw photos today. It's actually looking quite cool. So they've got a Facebook page. Go over the Gripe Santon. Because can we yeah. smoke there? People have been asking me no, if we can smoke there, so. but I don't know. I don't think so, hey? Be a Boy Scout. Come prepared. We'll no, take a chance. they've also got terms and conditions. <laughs> Is it, eh? It's the law. T-H and C's, eh? It's the law. Yeah. So the well, bit I was trying to remember earlier, and I fucking have forgotten it again, is the poll. Please remember to vote in the poll. Are the are all these weed franchises that are popping over dank or dodgy? And then we'll have the results at the end of the show, which isn't too far off. Cool, man. So, Lesotho. Hmm, Lesotho. So, we were in Lesotho when? Last year, dude? I think I actually watched that episode of the day. It was episode 20-something, so we were on 70. So, yeah, 50-something episodes about a year ago. About a year ago. Yeah. About a year ago, we yeah. were in Lesotho. And shit was not legalized there. It still isn't. We were meeting up with local activists... We're trying to basically do the same thing as the Dhaka couple and Jeremy and Russ Prince. They're trying to get weed decriminalized or legalized, hopefully. But now what we've known over the last year or so is that a lot of white boys and Canadian companies and Cantonians have all bought into Lesotho. They've been buying licenses. There's licenses in Lesotho. If you've got 500 grand, you can it's get there. a fucking license. It is there. Yes. But now what the Lesotho government is saying, that all the, there's too many people contacting them for licenses. So if you want a license now, it's only 5 million. <laughs> so it's gone up tenfold so guys right. if you haven't spent all your money on a Canapax franchise and a Canaways <laughs> franchise yet yeah. and you've still got 5 million in change left pull in pull into Lesotho because we can't show this video because I don't want to get hit with the copyright takedown on YouTube but there was a thing on SABC yes showing one of these Lesotho grows mm -hmm. this is a full Saw swing that. grow guys mm -hmm. this fucking grow was fucking it looked like it was beyond American or Canadian yeah. it was hectares of greenhouse and buds and then they said, yeah, SABC, come check our extraction shit. And I thought it was going to be a couple of Amadab rigs. It was a fucking double-story CO2 extraction mm -hmm. setup. Mm. These oaks say they have spent 250 million rand on this facility. And you know what? I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. Yeah. This was beyond belief. Yeah, I saw it. But now do you think South Africa is actually going to lose out? Do you think Lesotho, no. even if it's only no for a year or two, is actually ahead of the game? No, no, it's not. Never. They don't have enough space yeah, uh, that's sure. usable yeah. Yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to what we have. They're yeah, in the mountains sure. and they have unfortunately got uh, the worst of the worst weather and yeah. the best of the best yeah. weather, meaning the hottest and coldest that they have to deal with. 
that is such a problem with the growing cycle of plants and the expenses of setting up facilities there, it's very hard. If you want to grow in Lesotho, Mm -hmm. you better have Tom because you need to make sure that you are growing literally indoors to get a proper crop. Also because they've got so much bud growing in the mountains that the pollen Mm -hmm. is just flying around everywhere. So try and grow a crop outside. You're going to get seeded bud 90%. Because weed is, that's the one thing we noticed in Lesotho. They were... It wasn't like there were oak sunning lankweed, yeah. but everywhere we went, outside the spaza, by the river, everywhere. on the road, there's fucking weed everywhere. So but don't go think it's going to be Alice so in Wonderland and you're going to go and you're going to chop all this weed and smoke all this weed. Mm, not mm. such good quality, mm, yeah. but there's also, like you said, there's males everywhere. There's all these strays that are going to fuck the you shit out of your game. You just can't get away with, with going cheap if you want to grow in the suit. That's, mm. I guess that's also, you know, everyone was trying to buy these licenses off because they thought they could grow. They thought that they could grow because they are fucking, here's a cheap license, let's grow. And they started growing and they weren't, they weren't cutting it. It wasn't yeah, helping. It was a lot of teething problems. Big problems yeah. that came yeah. through, that came through. Especially when winter hits. So yeah, of course, it's a massive change. Huge. You've got our systems that are able to handle the change <laughs> and what happens in the environment and, yeah. But also, I worry about, like, don't get me wrong, we are clearly all very passionate about Mary Jane, yeah. Mm. But, you know, when we start talking about 250 million rand setups and a billion this and a billion that, because they say they make 1.2 tons of oil Mm. a year. 1.2 tons of oil. That's crazy. Which they then, and guys, I dread this mathematics, which they sell for 80 grand a kilogram. Mm -hmm. So what's What's 12,000 times 80,000? <laughs> I don't know. It's a human, lot. Any human calculators? Fuck, I'm not trying. But basically, they're growing millions or billions of rands worth of stuff. But what blows my mind is it's grown in this remote part of Africa. It doesn't touch South Africa. And I, I assume it's going to Canada? Where else is it going? Yeah. Probably to Canada. Canada. Canada's the only country that'll yeah. buy... Mm. Well, they're the ones that have got the only legal license, the legal place to sell it. They're the only people that have run out of fucking oil and bud. Yeah. They will be buying it. If you ran out as a country out of beer, Yo. I promise you they would be buying beer from every other country around that they possibly could to service yeah. their market. So Canada's the ones that are buying it. America, maybe, not really, because they're they not legal everywhere, so they're not running out. There's still like states that do have and that they can share with, but Canada, it must be. It must be. I looked on the calculator, but it gave me an error. So. It errored out. <laughs> did it say, did it say, so when, did you, when you turned it over, did it say boobs? Uh, no. It is, it is. <laughs> I didn't even turn it over. <laughs> but now, like I said, we're all passionate about this, but when we start talking about these big numbers. They ran out of legal weed, yes. You, you, you start realizing that <laughs> if you worked at this, we all say we dream of this, we dream of this. But I feel like if I were to work at a place like this, it's not disrespect to them, it would feel like I'm just working at Standard Bank or Discovery yeah. or somewhere like that. It would feel like I'd wake up in the morning and go, oh, I've got to go to work. Mm. But what do you mean? Like, would, would working at, like, such a big corporate, structured, standard operating procedures, got to have a sick note, got to have all this shit, got to have insurance, got to have medical aid, would that take the fun out of growing weed for you? Yeah. I guess so, like, it's, you know almost like they're putting the system yeah. Yeah. When, you, when you want to break the system I mean, initially my, <laughs> my dream you know? is to grow 50,000 plants in a hectare okay. that's my dream so and pay someone else to do the admin yeah I don't yeah. do that work uh, dude, but that's a job that's so how like, a job works dude you got to do the job creation work that's yeah whatever but if I'm growing 50,000 plants I'm yeah. definitely not doing the plants and the paperwork yeah. I'll be employed as the person that can do that so if you want that's what dream is to get that big then 
I don't think it's going to be mm-hmm. shit. I don't see If it. you love what you're doing, you won't work a day in your life, yeah, right? Uh, that's true. So eh? if you really love growing, then did yeah. you take the job to do that because you thought, fuck, this is going to be cool and you're just like a law corp? Then that's your problem. Yeah. But if you really enjoy growing, I think you'd enjoy it. You'll love the fact that you're growing these plants and you can see progression every single day through everything. So you wouldn't mind working for the man as long as it's growing weed? No, I wouldn't work for them. Not to say working for these the man. These are the man. You're talking 250 million and a billion at me. This is the man. These aren't stoners. These aren't hippies. No, of Most, I've, and I'm not going to lie, I've met some of these oaks from Lesotho. Some of these oaks don't even touch fucking weed. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that, no. you're telling me that these oaks aren't the man. These oaks are the man, dude. Yeah, they've, they've money, got money. Bro. They've got money, money to do it. But that could, it could be, it could be the dude that's got money from an oil ranch and now he's like a, hip, a dude that's like, yeah, let's go fucking grow weed in Lesotho. Not all of them are the man. I don't think. I think some of these oaks have got some money and they're just like, fuck it, let's grow some weed. And they got the license, they got the ability to do it, let's do it. Jay, do you think they're the man? Um, well, do you think, uh, let's put it this way. Do you think the guy who's pulling out 250 million out of his pocket is passionate about weed or passionate about turning that 250 into 500 million? Look, at the end of the day, weed is a commodity and it's worth billions and, you know, there's... I just hope that like facilities like this create uh, have a model that is more sort of job creation for locals and empowers more yeah, the yeah. local community because that's what like somewhere like we need here. Maybe in somewhere like Japan, I mean, they they need to design a model where a robot does most of the work and an owner presses the buttons because they don't need it. But here, you know, I think more labor intensive kind of facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see myself working, say, for that facility because, I mean, you know, I think it's a matter of who you're working for and with for me. So I don't mind, like, working uh, a hard job to earn a living, like, which I've done, like, most of my life. But, you know, um, I I just really hope it's more, like, job creation and empowerment for the local communities if they're going to be, like, making fucking billions and, and... I think you're going to get a lot of people um, involved in it that have money and, and uh, you know, want to get involved in the money <coughs> ga- side of it and are, are not interested in the smoke and mm. or smoking. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's also part of it, you know. Like every commodity, usual, right? you yeah. know, you're going to see that. I don't think it will take away, like, also the craft grows and... Uh, the small scale grows and this plant is so multifaceted. So, well, we're going to speak uh, about that in a moment. Dale, your thoughts on this? Is this the man? Would you work no, for this feel, sort of situation? I, I feel like there has to be a balance, you know. There's always going to be that money-hungry person that doesn't really smoke cannabis and he comes along with his millions and I wouldn't particularly work for a guy like that, you know what I mean? But they, if there yeah. is a, if there is on people on the other side of that you know, money hungry thing, then cool. Mm. I, would, I wouldn't mind working for someone Have like that. You know, like a ch- you know, exactly. Like, I think that's what it comes down to eh? working for almost like minded people who aren't going to be driven in that sort of way. You know, would be first price. You know? Yeah, no, you know? I, I kind of agree. And you I know? also agree that as long as there's local empowerment happening, exactly, of course, there has to be. And there I kind of like be. the idea of some like Canadian hippie with a bit of extra tax be, because what's no? the conversion rate really? It's <laughs> <laughs> fuck all for them, okay? Yeah, it's a million rent. Yeah, yeah I'm going to grow, grow weed in Africa. Yeah. But it only costs me twenty five dollars. But what I am concerned about, so before we move on to the next topic, I'm just going to conclude with this because I've been like paying attention to this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I am concerned that these guys who are taking their money and turning it into more money, that's all good and well. You know, I've got nothing against capitalism and all that shit. 
I'm just concerned that when we start getting closer to legalization, mm. or let's say Lesotho now wants to get closer to legalization, that these guys are going to feel threatened by losing market share in what they're doing mm. and actually use some of that money to prevent legalization because this is what's happened in the States. In the States, medical marijuana is one of the biggest opponents to the legalization of recreational marijuana. Yes, of course. So I'm be. just afraid that these guys are getting a foothold both financially, politically, and with the right connections to potentially mm. cock block us in the future. Well, yeah. Or am I just a, a nutty stoner? They have not met Fields of Green for all yet, and we yeah. will not stand for that shit. So. We may not be able to help you way. with a business plan to help you make a million bucks because if we knew how we'd be doing it now, but um, yeah, we won't stand for that shit. No. Fucking hope that we'll burn their fucking mansions down. Yes. Yeah, necklace them all. No, Any no, good no, comments, no, eh? <laughs> yes. So you said the one who said the yards because Canada ran out of fucking weed. That's why they yeah, come yeah, to yeah. Africa, eh? Yeah, well, the is legal, thus they can buy it. That's yeah. The is not legal. Well, apparently, we I don't know. Legal well, in well, they, no, well, they have the ability to sell their product that they grow there. So not they, in Lesotho. No, export. That's yeah, exactly. That's so why you're saying, legal. thus they can buy it, talking about Canada. But that's not legal in my mind. So you're saying, you're saying... Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's not legal. It's but not legal, yeah. It's like if we're putting imaginary fences up in the country where we can do whatever the fuck we want, and then as long as it doesn't go into the public, we can... Send it out. Do you know what we should do? We should go to the city, go knock on the grow facility's door and ask them how much a grand. Yeah. I bet it won't be fucking. How much was it? How much was weed in the city when we went there, dude? It was a grand for 20 kilograms or something, 20 liters or some <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> 20 kilograms. Yeah. yeah, it was ridiculous. It was such a small amount. Such a small, I mean, yeah. amount for much we've got. Yeah. yeah, dude. Interesting times. So, bro, keep an eye on the city. Let's see. Maybe they pull ahead because I can tell you this the city needs it. And mm -hmm. you guys are speaking about hopefully it affects all the economies. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to debate it heavily. There's this thing about trickle-down economics where they're saying when a business moves in, the whole community like develops. Mm. But that's assuming that the business doesn't retain all its profits. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, is it going to be really better for anyone? We'll go see in a year or two. I think we need to visit Lesotho to see what the community's like. See if it's changed. Yeah. And see if the oaks aren't shitting in the hole in the ground. And are know? they using 100% of the plant? They're not just throwing away the herd. Are they using that for building material, etc, etc, etc. And are they flashing? So you mentioned something earlier about Japan. You mentioned automation. I came across an interesting article this week in Forbes, and it made me think that, are we going to start buying our weed from the Terminator? Because there's now green box robotics, and what they're doing is they're selling bud tender machines. So what it is, is it's a very zhuzh vending machine. Imagine this, you pull up by your sassel, or you're wherever, you're in the club, and there's the Marlboro vending machine and all that, and the condom vending machine, and next thing there's a zhuzh weed vending machine, and it's got a touch screen, and it says, do you want an edible, my friend? Do you want a CBD? Do you want a vape pen? Do you want some bud? Do you want some dab? And you put in your card, or you scan it with your eyeball, because it knows who you are, yeah. and boom, there's your setup. There's your everything. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do, you think it, do you think that we're getting to a point now, Sal, everywhere's had that mom-and-pop dispensary situation. But do you think now that countries that are actually starting to legalize are going to bypass dispensaries completely and just set up vending machines? Get your used panties? No. And your dab? No. It'll be for the desperate dude on the side for those kind of machines. You think yeah. so? Yeah, that's straight up desperate times. I, I would do that. I don't, I don't see know. The feel it, I mean. But if the machine can tell you that, if the machine can show you the high res picture I don't trust and it. give you a little whiff I don't of trust it, it, 
You don't trust the machine, Ooh, do you? Scratch and sniff. I would be impressed if I could put my thumbprint and the technology can read my thumbprint yeah. and tell yeah. which weed would be the best for me just from my yes. thumbprint. I must just tell it if I want Probably to be we'll like chill or year. if I need a little bit more of an uplift. It must know. Yeah. It must know. It'll yeah. be, you'll be on the database then. Yeah, it'll get there next year. You'll be on the database. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're all on the database somewhere anyway. The <laughs> Dale, would you buy your weed from the Turbinator? I, feel, I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel it's like kind of cool because like vending machines are, I don't know, they're awesome. Like we run a built-on factory there by the house and we also deal with top vending and like you know, that also opens the market for other little businesses mm. around to supply a place like Top Vending, mm. yeah. you know, in the dispensary, you know. So, I mean, it's, I don't think it's such a bad thing. Well, you know, if you drive in and you run out of weed and you yeah, stop exactly. in a garage, bah, you put in your shit, you got your plant, you go again. There and you it's go. job security. There you go. Because you're going to have all creation because you're going to have to have a security guard next to it. <laughs> Damn straight up. Yeah, just hacking the machine yeah. all the time. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I also come at the thing with a fucking dead like, hammer and smash <laughs> it open. Like, get it in the videos will teach you how to hack any machine. Jay says he's going to bomb them like an ATU. I said, no, he said they'll bomb them. Not me. <laughs> I don't bomb ATMs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, would you would you buy from a fucking Terminator? Dude? Well, listen, I've scored weed from much dodgier yeah, people yeah, than the Terminator. <laughs> 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 I definitely scored from and, and you know, for convenience, <laughs> it's gonna work because in nightclubs and and you know, in the, you're in the middle of the club and you feel like a dab and you know you don't want to go all the way to dispensary. It's gonna it's sell. Right there. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, just, just the fact the that people have been like scoring weed from dodgy people on street corners and often getting ripped mm -hmm. off and whatever mm -hmm. I mean this thing looks way more legit than than that yeah, yeah. it seems like it's gonna <laughs> have value my concern though but I think personal I think uh, does, I don't think it'll kill the dispensary because I think people yeah. still go to shops and they like yeah, to course. you know when they buy clothes speak okay. to people about hey does this top like whatever I don't know no it doesn't you know, work like that anymore with dispensaries and stuff I almost got kicked out of incredible connection this week in four ways because I, I had this dilemma myself. You're supposed to be like that. I, 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 was, I was like, I, I am, I'm a bit agoraphobic. I don't like to go out much. I don't like traffic and I don't like dealing with strangers and that. So this would be a nice thing because I know what I want. I go to it, I put my thing in, it gives me what I want or I order it online. Because you're saying like dispensaries, you get that, that, that tangible touch, yeah, interaction. Yeah. I went into an incredible connection this week because I was going to do the responsible thing. I was going to buy a keyboard. And I wasn't going to spend 200 Rand on it. This was going to be a 1,000 or 2,000 Rand keyboard because I type a lot. So I went into the store and I was like, cool, guys, where's your display of keyboards? Because I see the keyboard's one and a half grand. How do I just feel that this is not a shit keyboard? I just want to interact with them because that's, that's what I thought I would get. I would get that yeah. tangible experience yeah, yeah, of going yeah, yeah. in. Yeah. And they said, no, you can't do that. Well, you like can't feel you the can't keyboard. The well, they said, you can't touch the keyboards. And I said, can't you open one then? They said, no, you can't do that. And I said, can I buy one? And if it's shit, can I bring it back? And they said, sure, but it'll be a 15% handling fee. So I lost my mind and my chick escorted me out before I made Ooh, a scene. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so I feel like maybe the world is evolving to that point where we don't need that tangible experience. We're that last generation. Everyone's yeah. growing up like fucking this now. Yeah. They don't need to go anywhere. You know, Uber will bring me my food. Uber will take me somewhere if I need to go. The courier guy will bring me my shit, you know? So, maybe dispensaries are going to become irrelevant. I hope not. 
Yeah, even the times are changing. Your fucking shopping off for you. Yeah, but I think also what's going to happen. So maybe you guys have had this experience. I'm not a dealer, but I've noticed this. It's a thing in stoner culture when oaks come to score. Yeah. Some oaks will come. They'll fucking take their weed. They'll roll some of your weed and smoke some of your <laughs> weed. They'll go turn on your Xbox, and they'll pull in for five hours when they're only buying two grams. Do you think these machines are going to have the same problem? <laughs> where stoners are going to try and bond and make friends with them, and when these, when these machines self-actualize, like in the fucking Matrix, we're going to start poisoning our CBD. <laughs> Fucking hope, that. No. Thank you. But it is interesting times, you know, better or worst. It's it's cool. Yeah. I'll take it. It is. Look, if vending machines were ever going to take over, they would have taken over a long time ago. We would be getting everything from vending machines. It's a thing on the side. Okay. Just an option. Yeah. Not the whole option. Yeah. Cool, man. So I think let's, we're going to be coming into land soon. So the poll going? The poll. We're going to do the poll last, right at the end. For now, let's do some Instagram, hey? Yeah. So, guys, please remember, if you can, tag the Heiko SA. But worst case, we're just going to look at hashtag hotbox show and hashtag the hotbox show now. We're yes. going to scroll through some posts that people have posted on Instagram for the last week. And we're just going to pick our favorite picture. Don't be afraid to say, Emilio, slow things down. Or I want to check that picture. I want to check that picture. But I'm going to leave that to him. You guys can check if there's any cool comments. I feel and like I need to roll a joint. Go on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Have all the dabs. Okay, what do we got there? What do we got there? Is this by most recent, dude? Scroll yes. down. I don't think this is recent. Oh, that's no, you want to go down. The most recent, yeah. There cool, there we go, Oaks. Okay, so what mm. we got going on here? This looks like a lot of the old feeds. There's not much new stuff in here. I see one new picture on the top there. It's not bad. It's good looking, but That is. And I think all those are last week's feed. Let's try the other the other hashtag. There we go. And then hit recent. Ah, there's some more stuff. Mm. Nice. Mm. I think saw that one, yeah. Mm. I think we must make a rule though that people can't win. Once you've won a prize, you yeah. can't win for a few months again. So keep entering. <laughs> but if you've already won a prize, you're not going to win but every week. only win nice. once a month. That's flowers and a leaf. Oh, that's really pretty. I love the colours in that. Who is oh. that? My eyes are too weak. Is that Empress again? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Okay. She's got really good skills Okay, next picture. Maybe just look at them as thumbnails instead of going into them. Yeah, let's look at them as thumbnails and we'll pick up our favorite. <laughs> yeah. Someone scored some not lettuce there. Zoom, yeah, about a bit. No, these are the old pictures, man. No, no this is yeah, from that Oaks old. Yeah. So we've only got about a few pictures this week, so not that many, guys. That's a blue picture. I think that's a PH. PH is that a PH pen? TDS. <coughs> so this guy's obviously very proud of his PH. But I, I don't know if it's a that. What, 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 is, the, what is the number in that PH meter? I can't see. Fuck, man, gotta go stand there, damn. Um, <coughs> Five, six, six. That's all the six numbers. It says boobs as well, man. Six, eight. Maybe a four? <laughs> <laughs> I choose this dude. He's checking okay. his piece because he's but doing something. There's no um, cannabis in there. I mean, it's a nice picture. I love oh, the one. It's gonna do it growing. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. 
So I'm going to leave it to you, Oaks. I, I used up both my but votes last week. Maybe we have to we'll leave it until next week. Come on, guys. We need some more entries here. You think you're going to hold back? Eh? Is Dan oh, voting? No, we can't punish the ones that have made an effort. Yeah. Wait, that That's producer pretty... one's nice, eh? What's that producer this? one's a new one. That one with the red text in the middle? Oh, that's... That is, that's gorgeous. I vote that. Yeah, I also vote that. I vote that. I also vote that. That's really pretty. There we go. We have a winner. Okay, so Dan does not get his way. I don't get my my vote. My vote was the one. So you guys overvoted me. I like that. Welcome to democracy, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, man. Heinz says, says, why is his post showing him? His his IG is screwing him. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Did he hashtag properly, Did you hashtag properly? Let us know. And are you logged into my account there, dude, or is this just yeah. public? Then I don't know why it's not showing. You're going to have to hello Peter Instagram or some shit. Tune them. No, that's just my feed. Yeah, we're logged in, dude. I don't know why we're not seeing your pictures, dude. I'm sorry about that, hey? But just submit them again. If they kiff, they'll no, win next right. week. We'll that's have more shit, man. Banana. Yeah. Fucking black banana. Oh, that me- are you saying I won? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my picture there. That's purple, nice. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like my bad shots, you know. That's what I go for. Yeah, yeah. yeah bad yeah, I mean, dude. The yeah. Yeah. stuff is cool, but the bad shots is really where it's at. It's all about the bud. It is all about, about the bud. Although I must I say, I love the shape of the leaf. It's like yeah, a so symbol of God show. for me. We'll go check it out, dude. I'll hello Peter Instagram or something. Oh, at the Heiko also. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but not that. Must do hashtag, not that. Yeah. yeah. We don't have an agro crystal. Yeah, it must be a hashtag. Agro, no, we haven't tagged him, but I'll figure it out. I'll speak to the techies about the, the, the ad thing. So don't worry, we'll consider your entry next week as well. But you don't like root porn, dude. What about root porn? I love root porn. Yeah, I like roots, but yeah, but I mean, you know, I don't you know, live for roots. <laughs> you don't live for roots, dude. It's all about the roots, but like, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's uh, I grow crystal, you know. <laughs> and, and bad flower. Yeah. <laughs> Plants are cool and I grow them too, but as long as you've got your priorities straight. Bad, dude. You know? yeah, yeah. Cool man, so we're we gonna hit the poll, dude. Let's see the results of the poll. So the poll this week was are all these cannabis franchises dank or dodgy? Uh, the consensus through the room was pretty much that they're kind of dodgy, but we also we, we like the progress for progress sake. Yeah. So just yeah, be woke. Yeah. Uh, let's have a quick look. And the results? Dank. Twenty-six percent dodgy, seventy-four percent. So I don't think okay. Oaks are buying into and the, the franchise thing. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, look, he's twenty-six percent dankest, more than I would have expected, to be honest. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I would have thought it would have been ninety-something percent dodgy after all of the <laughs> drama. Drama. Oh, drama. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck, it's been a week of drama. But anyway, well, fuck, I had my say as well, we're not the hot drama to... show or the hot vomit yeah. show. We're the hot box show. <laughs> Weed and dad. And friendly vibes. <laughs> yeah, Nico tunes. Hello, Peter. I'm going to hello, Peter, those fuckers. Hein, we're going to check what the deal is with yeah. the sensor thing. It's new. I don't know why it's coming up, but we'll coordinate a little better. We might screenshot it or something off my phone. But Insta is a bit yeah, funny. And I also see Insta's like shadow banning certain hashtags I'm, and that I as heard. well. Yes. So I don't think we've been shadow banned, but I think Insta is clamping down. So clamp, clamp. let's see. Eh? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll just have to physically send us your butt. And that's how we'll choose the winner yeah. in the future, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. I like that plan. Before we get on to just our shout outs to the affiliates and things like that, so we're going to be at Grow Up. We are going to be at Grow Up this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Cool. We'll be at the, the Cape Town Cannabis Expo. Yep. 
that's beginning of next month? Beginning of April, yeah. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Something like that. We'll update the dates. I'm sure we'll be on the site and all that soon as well. And then D Day, Saturday, 4:20, Joburg, whole day, Joel. It's gonna be lit as fuck. Bring your own weed if you want. And I think what I'll do is everyone keeps asking us about the bong engineering. I hope the BTL boys don't try and hit me with the DMCA or copyright for saying that. But I think I'll we'll figure out some rules and we'll put it on the high code. Cause you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Miss Medusa's online. Really? Well, should we she says the... thank you very much. Yeah. So grateful you guys rock. I wear. Yay. Great. Should we look forward to rolling in? People to uh, Optwak because they wanted to to handle that whole thing. Uh, I think we should speak to Optwak first. The thing is, we don't want to create too many tales that we're chasing and that. Yeah. Because also I've learned with D-Day, there are responsibilities that go with it. It's not a free reign mm. thing. We have to do jock documents, we have to speak to Metro, we always have to speak to the city and things like that. So there's a lot of things to coordinate. I'm happy for Optop to be involved and to manage the thing. Yes. But I think we all just need to sit down and just figure out the T H and C's yes. of the D Day Bong engineering. Yes. Cool man. Done. And fuckers if you come and deal at D Day, don't let me catch you because then you're a cut dealer. And if I do catch you, I'm not gonna take your weed, but I'm gonna take all the fucking money in your wallet, even if it's only hundred and eighty rand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make a donation. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm not a dick. But pay nice. Yeah. So, affiliate shout-outs. Guys, please, I need to remind you. The views of the Hotbox show are not the views of our affiliates. These are just guys who make donations, support us, support the cause. Please go check out on Fields of Green. We've got a whole thing there, dude. We've got Oaks to sell seeds. We've got Oaks to sell grow equipment. We've got Oaks to sell hemp. Erteng. 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 Cushion covers. Yes. Soils. And new ones every day almost, so that's good that's news. It. We are getting support, we that's are getting love. Thank Marketing you very much. specialist Screen Rush SA now with us. Okay. Okay, but you can't buy a franchise on our page. No. <laughs> <laughs> so any final thoughts before we say goodbye to all these lovely people online? Uh, maybe for five million you can buy a franchise. Guys, thank you for watching. Five Please remember... <coughs> Share, subscribe, Jay. Never thought I'd see you on this couch. Thank no, you very much. Cool. Shout out, oh, yeah. check out Amadeli. Yeah. These are OG oaks. They know the story. They're all very local. These oaks are so befuck about their genes that you know it's just going to be dank or super dank. Yeah. Yes. Dale, check out 420 Spots. The app. Shark we'll shout out. Me. It's out, dude. We'll yeah, speak about it. Thank you, know, you guys. Man. It's been awesome. It has been awesome. It has. It really has. So is that it? Like lots of ideas, eh? Stay lit, you motherfucker. Stay lit. Stay lit. Oh, my God.